International. Hello, welcome back to the latest episode of I Learned Nothing. A, I Learned Nothing. A comedy podcast about philosophy. A philosophy cop podcast. A philosophy cast. Immediately, immediately screwed that up. We've immediately <laughs> fucked up. I mean, all right. Well, that, that was the show. Right. Thank you guys for listening. All right. Um, yeah, thanks for uh, listening, you guys. That's, that's it. We're, uh, it's over. We're not going to We're do done. Uh, my name's Pat <laughs> Dean, and uh, I'm here to learn a little bit about philosophy. I really know nothing about it. Luckily, I have the help of one of my... my truest friends one of my closest confidants i trust this man with my life we've got tim the cat here uh co-hosting it with me but we also have ben sholock princeton grad and philosophy expert that's me self that's me <laughs> ben yeah but that's me uh you rang sir <laughs> yeah you just uh, burst into the door like kramer all right i'm ready for <laughs> philosophy it's like oh whoa this is a weird term. um yeah i'm here to uh to educate you son yeah i'm trying to get educated I'm trying to get <laughs> um, blessed yeah i want to bless you with some knowledge you're gonna blast you right. with some philosophy. We're here. We're gonna talk about one of the big ones. Um, this is this is one that I knew we'd talk about eventually. Yeah, we had to get to this guy at some point. Nietzsche. Um, yeah, you got I it. Just learned how to pronounce his, his name. Yeah, before you were pronouncing it, uh, neat like Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Yeah, like pizza. Like pizza. Like a delicious slice of Nietzsche. Delicious slice of pepperoni Nietzsche. God, what would that fucker's pizza taste like? Do you think? Uh, it would. It would be like burned. Yeah, it would be just burned bread <laughs> with no sauce or cheese. Oh, God. Yeah. And then he'd get a stomach ache and he'd lie down and then he'd get back up and then he'd write like a book about how mad he was about the pizza. So it basically is just me trying to cook pizza when I'm drunk. Just yeah, burning it, eating it anyway, and getting mad. <laughs> yeah, getting mad, um, blaming his mom about it. <laughs> like, just be, Mom? All right, so um, it's okay. So this is one of those dudes like Karl Marx where I've always heard his name. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what who's this guy and what is his problem. <laughs> seems like a trouble. These guys all he seem a, so troubled. Uh, well, Marx was all right. Well, he didn't have his own personal troubles. He was just kind of mad at the situation of the world. Yeah, Nietzsche had some problems. He seemed to have some some problems. Okay. Yeah. I don't know much about up. this dude. Give me a little background. Who was he? Where is he from? What's his problem? What's his deal? All right. Yeah. So Nietzsche, Friedrich Nietzsche, Fussy Freddy. Fussy Fred. Um, yeah, he's the fussiest of all uh, philosophers. His name's Fred. Friedrich, yeah. Friedrich that Nietzsche. sucks. Mm-hmm. No um, wonder he's so mad. Yeah, he's... <laughs> he was uh, up, Fred. He was really, really pissed, um, but he was also a genius. <laughs> he was just a very, very mad genius. Like me. Um, yeah, just like you. Uh, he uh, was in is now every 14-year-old's favorite philosopher. Um, yeah. There's that. We'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, also probably the most misunderstood uh, philosopher of like all time, huh. um, and has been bl- blamed for uh, some of the big ones. Yeah, yeah. we kind of wanted to discuss yeah. that with you. So we'll go into that. Um, yeah, some of the big ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the biggest one. Yeah, kind of the biggest oopsie. Right. One of the biggest historical oopsies ever. Yeah, basically, he kind of got framed by himself uh, because he uh, 
he predicted that all that shit would happen. Yeah. And then everyone looking back was like, oh, he was like trying to have that happen. Well, let's let's get into it. Oh, what, what, yeah. Where is he from? All right. And what year is this? Uh, he was born in... Eight- and how are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm all right. I'm good. A little gassy. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. Oh, I got a gay raid though. So you got you're raiding, dude. Yeah, I'm raiding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one with blue, the blue gator. All right, uh, uh, I have blue blood. I'm fucking rich, <laughs> bitch. Um, <laughs> we, so Nietzsche uh, was born in 1844. Uh, died in 1900. Whoa. Um, that's also a cool story. Uh, so basically, he uh, was raised in like a really religious Lutheran ho- household. Okay. Um, and he came from like a, a line of ministers. Like his dad was a Lutheran minister and his uh, dad's dad was a Lutheran minister. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And where was this? Uh, in Germany. I can't remember exactly Can you exactly imagine where. a German minister? Can you imagine listening to someone speaking German about God and being mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm into this. Yeah. Being inspired. Just seems like I'd just be like, stop yelling. Well, it makes absolute sense because, yeah. It, why are you, I'm why sure they, they never yelling? had a word for fun in that house. <laughs> I don't think German has a word for fun. Well, well. Yeah. <laughs> we know the kind of fun they like <laughs> to have. And it's, yeah, they come up with another word for it. It's upsetting. Uh, so he was raised in a religious household. Yeah, really religious. Um, like, very strict. Um, his, I mean, his family wasn't, like, overbearing or anything like that. Or, like like you know cruel or mean just like everything was very proper very strict no no fun allowed his dad died when he was four and uh he was the only son and he had like i think like two sisters or three sisters and then his mom so he was like raised by women basically um since the age of four okay and that's like a detail that a lot of people uh think or might have something to do with uh him Saying a lot of uh, neck beardy shit in his. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah I'm into out. this guy now. Mm-hmm. Before I was like, I don't know, but now. Yeah. Uh, neck beardy? I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's he's kind of the first like MRA. Uh, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> Not really, but that's the vibe it gives off. <laughs> like, it's really hard to. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a uh, very much a, a milady kind of guy, but right. hates the ladies. That's um, but uh, all right. Let's see. That's pretty much it. I mean, he was he was always like really brilliant, and he was always like super intense. Um, and the uh, you know immediately kind of like pushed away from the Christianity thing. Okay. Uh, so he w- became really interested in like ancient Greek culture, and that's how he started his career. Uh, he started as a classicist back then. It was called a philologist. What the hell? Yeah, he was just it's basically someone who's obsessed with, with like ancient Greek myths and culture. And Did stuff his like family that. have money or anything? Or not really. I mean, like they weren't poor, but okay. they weren't rich. Hmm. But uh, he like uh, distinguished himself very early on, and he was like kind of like a star professor. Like real quickly, he got I think he got like tenure by the time he was like twenty four or something like that. Whoa! Like yeah, like real real good. Um, I was working at a bookstore. When I was yeah, 24. When I was, I was 24, I was... Bo- uh, Barnes & Noble. Yeah, I was... And Noble. In New York, uh, unemployed. Huh. Yeah. Man, this guy's kicking our ass. Yeah, he... he, he I mean, we're doing better now, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, he kind of... Uh, he kind of killed it, but then also <laughs> was miserable the whole time. <laughs> Why was he so miserable? Um, Come on, Fred. A lot of... A, there's uh, there's so much. <laughs> we can delve in there. First of all, I think he was a little uh, spectrum-y. Oh, really? He might have been a little aspy. That's like my own personal diagnosis. But... Uh, was he like really into trains? Um, 
Not as much as the people he influenced later, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, he uh, he was Good just very Lord. obsessive and um, like his social skills were not the best. <laughs> oh, really? Um, yeah. So a lot of the he he pulled a lot of shit uh, and he talked a lot of shit. Really? He was a shit talker. Yeah. So he About was philosophy. Like, yeah. Yo, like, your thesis sucks. Basically, bitch. he was kind of like he was kind of like battle rapping all these like other professors but like yikes you know in a much lamer way which was like treatises and shit um oh, these but, guys these guys love talking shit to each other that's what i've noticed but he was the best one but a lot of these these dudes because they're so smart yeah so they'll like they'll like take shots at each other yeah uh, but it'll usually be like really subtle like in the footnotes and stuff like that oh really but nietzsche kind of uh uh he kind of broke out and uh was the first well first of all he he started as like a classicist. He focused more more on like Greek uh, like myths and plays and like their whole culture. But then from there, started kind of started getting obsessed with like how their culture was different from like contemporary culture. Mm-hmm. And uh, from there, he started kind of thinking of, of these like more philosophical ideas, like like the values that different cultures have and stuff like that. Um, but basically, he was onto something, and he knew he was onto something. And he was kind of coming up with these ideas that were very, very, uh, like, go, flies right in the face of the contemporary German society at the time. He was onto something in what sense? Um, so the main thing uh, is basically, uh, I don't want to say exactly nihilism, because he wasn't a nihilist. I don't believe he was a nihilist. Uh, but he was basically the, the first guy to say, uh, there is no objective basis for morality or any of the values that we have. There's no such thing as like anything that supports, you know, what's right and wrong. Uh, what is justice? What is the good? Like there's no inherent good. There's no, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing holding that shit down. So it's all up. It's all chaos. It's all up in the air. Basically is what he's saying. Um, and this is when we get to the, uh, the God is dead thing. Yeah. I wanted to ask where, where does this guy get off? Um, Who does he think he is? I think he never did get off, and that's probably what part of his problem was. Oh, is he a virgin? N- so no. He well, oh, I don't he know. He was effing. There's, so there's like a who the f. So he he the the legend is or the story is that he uh, for, he was never <laughs> he was never great with women. <laughs> Obviously, God, these guys if you read all this suck. Shit. But he did. Unlike Kant, I think he like went into a brothel one time, and you know just to. You know, get his nut and yeah. uh, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. and uh, he, uh, but that no, there's no proof of that really. That but that's like the story, and a lot of people think that that's when he, <laughs> that's when he contracted the syphilis that he died of. Oh really? Yeah. The, for the so the only time he effed, he got yeah. Syphilis. Like he's like the he's like that meme, bad luck Brian. Like <laughs> yeah, he, like he was <laughs> yeah. Holy was like shit! Raised in a repressive Lutheran household. Kind of hated himself, hated his family, hated his religion. Right. Uh, was a misunderstood genius. Was not getting laid. The one time he's, me. he's like, I'm just he's I, me, dude. Yeah. yeah. And then so you have yeah. Sorry, man. You have syphilis. I have syphilis now. Yeah. It sucks. Mm-hmm. So the only time he ever that's so funny. Well, so that's not that's a a legend. That's but, a legend. Yeah. So he never like was wasn't romantically involved with anybody. He or? he had these like was um, he too busy thinking? <laughs> um. I well, kinda, can't yeah. take you out tonight. I have to think thoughts. Well, he was also just like <sighs> this fucking guy. He was a dick. He was just like he was a dick, and he, uh, um, 
like not in a macho way. He's just like he was way too smart for his own good. Uh, he had all these friendships that he would break off, like for the most trivial reasons. Oh, really? Yeah, like some if they like disagreed with him, he'll he'll like send them notes and be like, "Hey, can you give me some constructive criticism?" And then someone someone will be like, "Yeah, this part I just don't think this really makes sense." And then he'll be like, "I'm never speaking to you again." I was one of those dudes. <laughs> yeah. I hate that happens in comedy. <laughs> He's a all huge drama queen. The time mm-hmm. where people are like, "Hey, how was that set? Be honest." It was all right, man. It wasn't your best. Yeah. Okay. You're we dead just, to me. You just asked me. You are I, You are dead. I never give anyone feedback on anything. I always they just ask say, yeah, to. it was good. Yeah, well, I, unless they ask me to. Mm-hmm. And then I'm honest. But I'll never go up to you and be like, hey, that sucked. Yeah. Why would I do that? That's crazy. Just, I was about to, <laughs> you know? to mention someone who said that to me, but I'm not going to say it on there. Okay. Um, but, uh, so he was a jerk. He's not effing. He was an asshole. He effed once. Got syphilis from the effing. Immediately. Died Immediate from it. syphilis. Yeah. Um, let me do his, his life real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, yeah. So, he, he also had, like, all these weird health problems. Um, he, yeah, he couldn't really hold down any, like, relationships, really. Because he was, like, very, he was very mercurial. He'd, like, go up and down. Uh, he, like, so he was appointed to some professors, professorship in, like, I think Basel or Basel. I don't know how you pronounce that, but it's some town in Germany. Basil. Basil. I think yeah, it's and, Brazil. Yeah, it's Brazil. That's right. Speaking of Brazil. That's what, and see, every, they the were country. always taking his cue. Like, <laughs> no. um, but, uh, and then he, uh, right, he was appointed to that professorship. He was doing really well. And then all of a sudden he started getting all these weird health problems. So he just went to this like retreat in Switzerland and just basically kind of lived there and then hopped around like Europe. Writing and being sick and writing and being sick. Uh, <laughs> what a it's shit life. Of, it's kind of sad. What, actually, a, when jer- what a fucking awful life. Yeah. Um, and he was like just very, very hostile to people if they didn't like get on board with him right away. Um, and uh, eventually, I think he was in Turin. He saw uh, some guy like flogging his horse and he like lost his shit. Went over to the horse, like tried to protect the horse, like to not be flogged by the by the dude, and then collapsed. And that was like, like ten years before he actually died. Oh God! But the last like ten years of his life, he was like, I don't know if it was exactly ten years, but it was a stretch of his life between when he collapsed and when he actually died in 1900. That he was like a total invalid. He was like non-responsive, wasn't writing anymore, like like bedridden. And his sister took care of him. And his sister, uh, like, those last few years were right when he was getting, like, a little more famous. Before, he was, like, totally ignored and no one knew who he was. Yeah. He's known mostly for defending horses. Known mostly for for defending horses. Yeah. Yeah. And um, just boning whores. And and he, uh, and his sister was a huge, huge anti-Semite. Uh-oh. And uh, took a lot of his, like, unfinished work. And manipulated it in into all these base, all these like manuscripts that that were made to like support like anti-Semitism and uh, German nationalism, and, like taken out of stuff. context or like like severely out of context. Really, you don't yeah. think he was no of that ilk? So no, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot to that. Um, I do not think he was an anti-Semite. I do not think that he was a Nazi. Uh, he definitely, definitely, definitely was not a German nationalist. Hmm. Um, it's kind of like how all these shithead dudes like Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. but like, <laughs> what's he ever done? <laughs> you know? 
What do you mean? <laughs> like, what, what, what do you ever do that was bad? Joe Rogan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another. Well, he, he hawks, like, you know, snake oil. Oh, he does? Yeah, that honor shit is not real. Well, you know, <clears throat> sometimes you need some snake oil in your life. That's true. I've said that. How many times have I said that to you? I love, I mean, it's not like Gatorade. Gatorade's good for you. No, Gatorade is totally, yeah, you say yeah. as you're drinking <laughs> sugar water. <Right. laughs> um, okay, so. Gotta stay hydrated. So he, okay, so let's get to this whole, the only thing I know about this character. Oh yeah, you tell me some stuff that you know about him. I know about his like Ubermensch mm-hmm. or whatever. And I know about the God is dead thing. Yeah. What? Who does he, th- again. Do you know anything does- what, what they are or what they're about? No. Not even a little bit? No. Guess. Guess. Okay, I'm going to say that he, God is dead is a thing about God being dead. And then uh, I know <laughs> yeah. the Ubermensch is kind of like Superman. Yeah. Um, DC character? Yeah, he, he actually... Fly, like, shoots lasers He actually stuff? invented the... That's why he was so mad, because... Um, <laughs> he invented Superman? Yeah, he never got the rights for it. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, Superman is, is based, uh, like, a lot off of uh, the Ubermensch. That I knew. Yeah. Actually, let's talk, there's let's, some cool stuff that we can mention about that, but okay, let me get to this. Well, let, let, let's talk about God is Dead. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, God is Dead is his main thing. Basically, he wrote in um, uh, in, his, in one of his earlier books called uh, The Gay Science. <laughs> um, <laughs> gay. Gay. Uh, in The Gay Science. Actually, now, now they, they, they recently changed the name of the book what? to, uh, I think it's like The Happy Science in English. Because, oh, boo. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Um, it's just, it's that's fun, I know, that's know? what it's called. Yeah. If I here's a deal. Well, because it means gay in the in the you know like happy sense, right? Like the the kind of frolicky yeah um, sense, but uh, which is weird that it's called the the happy science or the gay science because in it he's basically talking about um, the destruction of like the basis of of our values. When he says God is dead in the book, there's this. Uh, it's like a parable. Here's another cool thing that's weird about Nietzsche is that... Um, parable? Yeah. So he wrote in parables and like aphorisms, which are like little like just screeds of like his opinion, basically. Okay. He didn't use um, like rigorous, uh, like logical argumentation to justify his beliefs, which is a big reason why he wasn't taken seriously for a long he time. He did not do that? He did not do that. Why do you think that is? Um, Too much of a little bitch yeah <laughs> well no i think he he thought that everyone using the uh you know the sticking to the argumentation form and and you know refuting people point by point and all that stuff um like making sure all your premises are correct and, and stuff like that he thought that they were bitches really uh, yeah he thought that they were punk punk ass bitches whoa yeah his exact words right and a, a big thing about that was uh sounds more elegant in german yeah, in, in German, it's actually just one word in German. Um, yeah, it's like forty-five letters long. Jesus, uh, he kind of he took them to task, especially Kant. He he, well, he had a weird relationship with Kant. He kind of hated him, but kind of respected him. Weird. Yeah, um, like you and I. Yeah, right. Hatred, but goddamn it, do we respect each other? <laughs> ben, goddamn it, do I respect you? Yeah, like I, I do not like you. Yeah, um, I don't like being near you. No. Um, I don't even like the smell that you're giving off right now, but right. damn it, I respect you. Hell yeah. All right, cool. Um, Which is weird, because I don't respect you, but I fucking love you. <laughs> I love you, man. I love I, you, man. I step all over you, but... We're uh, just friends. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> so he... 
Um, so, so he's got these parables, and he's so he's not refuting right. things. You're saying that he would just kind of write it and be like, he just that's, write that's it, it. He just like kind of make these opinions um, that like were, were extremely compelling, and he would like kind of argue a little bit. Um, it's kind of hard to describe exactly what his process was, um, but the ideas that he was coming up with, they were basically just kind of hard to refute. Um, the main one from the God is dead idea in this parable in the gay science, he, uh, has a story where this guy who's like a prophet who is there before his time, like he didn't, he got there like way too early to tell people of this catastrophic doom that had happened. Okay. Um, and basically it's that God is dead. he's like, God is dead. But the real point is, uh, he says, God is dead and we have killed him. We're responsible for murdering God. We have blood on our hands. And like, now how are we going to fill the role that God played? Like, we're just mortal men. What are we going to do now that we've killed, like literally the source of all existence, the source of all, you know, all that is. I saw a bumper sticker one time. Mm -hmm. It said, Nietzsche is dead. God. God, yeah. So, what do you say to that? Um, owned, <laughs> you got owned, Ben. Uh, you know the Nietzsche heads out there. That bumper sticker. I mean, I don't. I don't have a good response to that because you're so owned. Because you're just so it's so taken dumb. back by how brutally effective it is. Anyway, but so. <laughs> so anyway, no, it's so, because the thing that it misses the point entirely, and this is. That, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, so what does this mean? Okay, so yeah, he doesn't mean literally that like God is, there was this guy yeah. named God that we killed, right? Then why did he say that. it? It's a metaphor. A what? what? A metaphor. What he means is that uh, like our, our, so at his time when he was writing, this was like the middle of the 18th century or mid to late 18th century, uh, capitalism, century. capitalism and industrialism and nationalism and all of these uh, kind of like social forms and yeah. categories and processes were like accelerating super fast in a way that no one really understood or could process in time. And basically, what it, what was happening is that it was it was destroying things like, um, you know, the basis of also science was another thing that was advancing super fast. It was putting throwing into doubt all of these ancient. Uh, um, like structures of, of values, the things that we thought were holding down all of our values, all of our rules, mm -hmm. um, everything that dictated right, right or wrong, who had the right to rule. It's all going out the window. It's all going out the window because science and uh, capitalism and industry and, um, you know, bureaucracies, like all these things that, that the West was forming, like all at once, was advancing so fast and advancing humans so fast that it was like kind of tearing them away from these like ancient traditions and um, whatever, like these like old cultural societal bases that we had Okay. to like keep everything down. Like to, if you say like, you know, murder is wrong. Why? Well, it's, it's because God says so, or, you know, Buddha says so, whoever. That was the original thing. That was the original thing. Or like, or, you know, your tribal God said that murder is wrong or like, the things that enforce taboos were like enforced by these gods or by whatever, whatever existed like outside of our own experience. God, I wish I was in a tribe. Yeah. I'm a, it, so, Seems so did like Nietzsche so kind of. Seems he, like so much fun. Yeah. So this is where he's kind of getting at. Killing bears, you know? Yeah. Skinning them alive. All right. Yeah. 
<laughs> like the Revenant. Cool. Living in a cave. The Revenant looks super fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, he... Uh, <laughs> so what happened was that he basically predicted the rise of Nazism and communism and uh, all these like crazy, violent, like new social orders. That How did he predict it? By saying God's dead? Basically, yeah. So, so what he's saying... He's the prophet in the story. Oh. Because he's saying God is dead. We've killed him. We have no idea what we've done yet. Oh, yeah. In, in the story, he says, I've come too soon. Uh, I've said that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> And I'd like to apologize. Um, haven't we all? To all three of you. He probably said it too. I mean, he did say it. <laughs> he probably did it. Yeah. And then she said, don't worry, I gave you syphilis, yeah. so it's okay. It's all right. My bad. No need to tip. <laughs> 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 so he's the prophet that's saying, so he's saying that, okay, so hold on. So I'm understanding you. Mm-hmm. When he says that God is dead, mm-hmm. he's saying that God never existed in the first place. No. He's not even saying that. He's not saying he does. He's not. He's not. He doesn't have a real opinion on whether God exists or not. That's not important to him. A lot of people say that Nietzsche was an atheist. Um, I don't believe he necessarily was. He might have been, but that's not the point. The point is what he's saying is that whether God exists or not, this the the link has been severed because God exists in this like kind of transcendent level. This like you know above us in you know, behind kind of like a veil that we can never see, but he's like still supposed to be pulling the strings, right? He's saying basically that like things like capitalism and science and, uh, you know, technology and industry and, uh, you know, bureaucracy, state organizations, all that stuff, all that stuff that happened like in the 19th century, cut the strings. And so now God is not like able to, you know, control or govern or, you know, Hmm. Based on it, so don't think of it as God necessarily. Think of it as just whatever, whatever your like belief system is that has some sort of like divine authority that that bases all of our social rules in that is gone. That's gone because of our innovations in science and technology. Yeah, because we basically kind of it's like it's almost like our society has just become self aware. Hmm. And uh, it's pretty deep. Yeah, yeah. So this is why. This is why 14-year-olds love him. I meant that. I meant that. I'm talking about <laughs> I Nietzsche. Thought you were wow, that's pretty deep. Sarcastic. No, I just realized he's, how stupid that sounded. Oh wow. Oh, that philosopher, pretty deep. Yeah. Well, he's fucks wrong with you. I think he's. I think he is a genius, and God, I think that idiot. he had. <laughs> You're so angry. I'm just annoyed. You're so angry at yourself. I'm just annoyed at myself. Um, all the time. It's all right, man. You you opened up a bit. Walking in the walls, you were, tripping. You were vulnerable. You know, in that moment, it was sweet. Yeah, well, I'm a pretty fucking sweet guy. You want me to hold your hand? Yeah, I want you to hold my hand for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> for the rest of the podcast. So you, okay, so he's saying, so that whole God is dead thing, mm-hmm. that's Basically, interesting. So it's, so, so it's, I guess it's just been misinterpreted. Uh, yeah, severely. Um, he I, is, guess, I, I guess in, in the, the defense of the people misinterpreting it. He wasn't pretty, making it easy. It's yeah. a hell of a statement. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Out of context, so, it sounds really bad. I know. Well, so he said, that was his, his, his writing style was so like so bombastic and so uh like he was just a, a queen he was a drama queen he was <laughs> and and, a, and like he was like the first troll too you think so yeah because a lot of the stuff that he wrote about um people are still like scholars are still reading him trying to tell if he was kidding or not they're like does he mean this or not it's so We're weird not sure um 
so yeah, so there's like a lot of stuff there that's very, very hard to sift through. Um, and then it didn't help that his anti-Semite sister like butchered half of his work. So let, let's get into that a little bit. We said, yeah. uh, So I feel like the God is dead thing you've, you've explained pretty well. So I think, mm-hmm. I think I get that. So let's get in before we What's talk what you about. you think? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. No, what you said made, made sense. So this fucking lady, his sister, mm-hmm. uh, his alleged sister. Yeah. Uh, she. What's her deal? <laughs> well, and does this tie into the the Superman? Yeah. So this is all kind of kind of come together. Let's. It's do all it. connected. Um. Yeah. Basically, so God is dead. Uh, there's, yeah, there's, there's so, so to recap, God's dead. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. Um, so what in, a casual in the previous, I what a nothing. casual tone that you just like. So anyway, God's dead, and oh no, what? <laughs> yeah, this. Uh, oh, you missed last last episode. Um, <laughs> the last episode. Yeah. Um, previously on right. human existence. Oh shit, God's dead. Uh, <laughs> I think we killed. I God. think we killed God. Um, this sucks. Yeah, so our like social processes basically destroyed this like old order, um, and now we're kind of getting to this point where we're becoming aware that uh, we can we can do whatever we want. The values, like our values, are no longer based on anything, so we can just make new ones. And and so Nietzsche starts talking about these things called revaluate revaluation. Okay. Um, which comes, which is important later on. So let's talk about the Nazi thing. Let's do it. Uh, his sister was married to like a really um, prominent anti-Semite. Son of a bitch. German nationalist. The Nazis didn't exist yet, like as a party, but that, that movement was growing. Um, and then it reached ahead in, after World War One, And um, uh, there was a World War One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's weird. It wasn't as good as World War Two. Yeah, I've heard it yeah. as good. It's like Godfather One and Godfather Two. <laughs> It's like World War. It was still good. It was still really good. Two is so much better. <laughs> um, oh, good lord! Fredo died. But um, where was I? She spoiler alert. Yeah, for the Godfather. She, so she was like part of part of this movement. Like she was like into it. She was because the guy she was she, a Jew hating gal. She the, she was into it. The guy and, she married was like a. Who is he? Also, I don't remember his name. But, but but I mean, like, what did he do? He was like a... I don't remember exactly. He was like an organizer or a writer or something. But yeah. he was like part of this movement that was uh, basically trying to get like a pure race of, of Germans to have their own state and, you know, be powerful. This is also like right at the time when Germany was becoming its own country because it hadn't really been for a while up until Yeah, German history is weird. Yeah. Um, I think Italy is like that too. Italy is like that too, yeah. Was before they're all like weird city states or whatever, um, but anyway, uh, Nietzsche's sister was like, "I've got like my brother, who's an insane person, uh, <laughs> has been writing some pretty wild <laughs> shit, and you might want to take a look at this because he he has all he's so this is where he kind of gets himself into trouble mm-hmm. because a lot of the language that he's using is he talks about slave morality yeah. versus master morality. Uh, he talks about." Um, the Ubermensch gets in there, uh, the Overman or Superman, um, that gets in there. Are these meant to be taken literally? N- so no, um, so so not not by Nietzsche. He didn't intend them to be like literally like the Overman was this like all powerful like being like a super yeah. saiyan, but um, super saiyan. Yeah, he, he uses the word like blonde beast a lot to like describe blonde beast. To describe like the he's German talking about people. super saiyans, dude. That's what yeah. they do. Yeah, yeah. And that's Holy how, shit. Um. So all this stuff was very, very 
Where easily... does Krillin fit into this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but they hated Piccolo. <laughs> um, they, um, so he, uh, so he wrote all this stuff basically uh, to say that. Uh, man, this is going to get into a whole thing that we don't really have time for. That's fine. But anyway, just trust. All right. Uh, he I tr- said, Ben, mm-hmm. I trust you. All right, good. We're on this journey together. We're on this journey. But he said a lot of stuff about, um, about like, you know, people like the, because uh, nationalism was a big thing at the time. He was like really important. He was like really focused on that. But the whole time he was criticizing it. He hated German nationalism. He thought that people kind of following that kind of crowd was was just like sheep. He, he thought that they were stupid. Kind of like a new religion. Mm-hmm. It's like a new religion, basically. Hmm. And we've already established that God is in fact dead. Right. And God's in fact dead, but proved we, it. we still need, in order to function as a society, we need something to base, you know, what we're, what we're going to consider important, right? Mm-hmm. We need, we need a, an answer to the why. Um, so, uh, he, um, what are you looking at? <laughs> I'm chewing. I'm just chewing off my Oh, okay. <laughs> bitch. Um, Sorry, I was so confused there, and I. <laughs> well, I'm eating you kept something. Looking past me, and I'm just like, "Am I doing something wrong?" That, right I guess now? that is sort of off-putting. So I'm yeah. eating something right now, and I'm turning away from the mic so it doesn't you just, you just don't hear <laughs> on the yeah. mic. But I'm just staring behind you, right? Almost like holy like really shit, intently. And I th- I keep looking behind me because I'm like, "What am I looking at? Is there a clock there?" That I well, that's another. Yeah. That's some more yeah. philosophy. What is do, there? A I clock? mean, what are we looking at? What even is a clock? What even is philosophy? No, seriously, what's a clock? <laughs> no, um, so, yeah, so basically he wrote all these things that the Nazis thought were awesome. Um, <laughs> and it didn't help that his sister basically kind of made it easier for them to interpret it in the way that they wanted to, which was basically like, oh, slave morality, that's the Jews. Oh, um, uh, master morality, that's the Germans. Um, you know, the blonde beast is like, you know, the, the great German warrior. The Ubermensch is like, you know, when we get our race finally pure, that's the Ubermensch is like the, the epitome of this like, you know, master pure Aryan race. They basically like hijacked his philosophy and used it for... Like, like Pepe. Build, Pepe the Frog. Like the Pepe Frog, yeah. He was the original Pepe the Frog. He was the original And the original the Super Saiyan. This guy is... I can see why he's you love everywhere. this guy. He's everywhere. He's the best. He was, so he's the best. I mean, personally, he was like the worst. I would never want to hang out with him. Oh, God. Yeah. He didn't drink. He thought that uh, drinking alcohol was a sign of weakness, which is like hey, buddy, lame. You had sex once and you had syphilis. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck are you? Yeah, maybe you had a beer every once in a while. Just like fucking relax. You've been an invalid for like fifteen years. Mm-hmm. You fuck. And he and he caused Nazism. No. He did. Well, he yeah. So no. Well, well he, he didn't cause it. He not just intentionally, it. not yeah. intentionally, but like he a predicted it's a spinoff. It. He a predicted it because that's what's important about the God is dead thing is because now that there's no like uh, there's nothing to base our values on, we have to find something new. And uh, there's actually like a really fucking awesome quote that he has that I want to read real quick. Okay. Um, Super fast. He goes, if the doctrines of sovereign becoming of the fluidity of all species of the lack of any cardinal distinction between man and animal, basically saying when we lose our values or we lose like, you know, God or whatever we base our values on, we yeah. become no different than just man and animal. Okay. Which is sort of what science says. We're, we're just a member of the animal kingdom. He says, um, uh, distinction between man and animal are hurled into the people. When this like knowledge is like hurled into the people, 
for another generation, then nobody should be surprised when brotherhoods with the aim of robbery and exploitation of the non-brothers will appear on the arena of the future. Hmm. What he means there is basically like people are just going to band together based on their own wackadoo principles. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to go ham and it's going to, it's going to be just a catastrophe. So he envisioned this huge catastrophe so, that was coming up. So do you think his sister is like, I know this isn't a what bad this person. She's a very bad. She person. seems like a bad <laughs> person, but do you think she's like, Oh yeah, I know that he didn't, he doesn't feel this way. I'm just going to take this out of context. Or do you think she was like, oh, he's on our side? Well, I think she knew that he meant a lot more than what she was giving them. But also a lot of, a lot of people say that she was just dumb. She was just really stupid. Oh, really? And was, she just wanted to like, you know, pass this on to the Nazis to you know, say, hey, look, I'm a good girl. I'm, I can help with the movement oh. or whatever. And, uh, and they, wanted, they had her as an asset because they... They propped up Nietzsche because at that point Nietzsche was getting more popular, and they're like, "Oh, he can be like you know the founding philosopher of Nazism," and so he got a really bad rap. Yeah, that. he seems uh, misunderstood. Very misunderstood. Do you feel bad for him? Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, it's it's just kind of a bum rap. Um, mm. but I mean, he's getting redeemed now. How so? Like, how long after World War II do you think people were like, oh, maybe he wasn't so bad? Oh. Like twenty years, like in oh, okay. the sixties. Oh, all right. So this book that I have is is just this, this. It's called. It's just called Nietzsche. It's written by this guy named Walter Kaufman, who uh, guess where he taught? Um, Princeton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, he uh, yeah, he's like basically the biggest Nietzsche scholar, and he was the one who revived his reputation almost single handedly. Oh wow! Um, People because, wanted to throw this guy under the bus. Yeah, he's the only one who. I mean, he, eh, he's not the only one, but he's the he's the first guy to really like understand what he was talking about, and it's ironically like the exact opposite of Nazism. Weird, uh, because Nazism is like fascism, right? It's like a, this super organized society on these like pretty arbitrary principles of race, uh-huh. and we're all banding together because we all have the same features. We're all like you know this this like one tribe of like whatever. But his deal was uh, not to be part of a crowd he was like a, a radical individualist because you talked earlier about how him talking about all this chaos and, and yeah. nonsense whereas it seems like nazism and fascism is very orderly yeah it's orderly right? in its own way but yeah. it's also like an arbitrary it's like you know it's it's taken it's like oh it's a free-for-all because there's god we killed god so now we can do whatever we want oh man i keep forgetting that we killed god yeah it's like <sighs> we killed dad now we can just don't know, tell mom yeah, we can throw god a party is dead now. Um, yeah, and that party just involved like killing six million Jews. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Um, yeah. So um, he, so just to just to get the record straight, mm-hmm. Nazism. Not a Nazi. Not a Nazi. Yeah, he's not a Nazi. And and you, so Nazism for you, pro or con? Oh, um, I'm gonna say con. Yeah, I'm gonna say con. All right, I'll, I'll say con. Yeah, I, I could tell you were thinking about it, but those suits, those these uniforms. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that is stylish, my man. Yeah, why do you think that is? Uh, and do you think know. it's okay to like that people always say that? I think it's fine because it's, it's a piece of clothing. Like, yeah. it's weird if you start wearing it. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of people would like. It's weird. I'm not, I know that <laughs> you were clearly kidding just now, but a lot of times people will be like, "Yeah, those Nazis—they're bad, but oh boy, their style." 
you're like, well, yeah, well, it's weird. It depends on who you weird. talk to. Yeah, because you could you could be talking to some guy who's like those uniforms were great, and then also the guns and their planes and the, and the tanks and the message was great. Yeah, well, I really like the message. What do you think about people <laughs> who just like collect Nazi memorabilia? I think they're psychopaths and a Nazis. Weird, right? Yeah, I'm not into it. Yeah, I don't know. Seems seems odd. But um, some of that stuff does look cool, though. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's troubling that it yeah. looks cool, right? Yeah, it's just it's e- hard. screaming eagles and all kinds of things. Yeah. You know? Ninja stars. Anyway, let's... Uh, so she kind of fucked over his message yeah, uh, to justify it. Big time. Big time. And then... So so what is this this Ubermensch? The Ubermensch the is... The Superman. Basically what he taught... So what Crypt he... Kryptonite. So now that God is dead, uh, there's... Super dog. <laughs> um, you know Superman has a super dog? No. Oh, yeah, really? dude. Yeah, Crypto. Okay. Oh, yeah. he's also from Crypto? They had dogs on Krypton? Apparently. Is this a, a comic book podcast? Now? Yeah, well, <laughs> that's a good point. We should probably. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> well, so this kind of relates. All this stuff kind of relates. Yeah. Like, um, there's what's... a super dog then in, in, in Nietzsche's writings. Yeah. So actually, super. What's weird about Superman too is that Superman is like kind of based on the Ubermensch, but also the opposite of the Ubermensch. Because here's the thing: now that God's dead, we can do whatever <laughs> we want. <laughs> what he's. You just sound so <laughs> cavalier. Say so, yeah, God's dead. It's. I mean, dude, it happened, all right? It is what it is. We're going to miss him, you know? <laughs> Salud, but, you know. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. He uh, he says, basically, that now we're, we're free. Like, now that... So he, he also hated the old, the old value systems, too. We can eat pizza for breakfast now that God's dead. Right. Yeah. Pretty much what he's saying, but he's also saying, like... He's also saying, like, it's, it's good that... that uh, Things like Christianity are being undermined. He hated Christianity. Fucking hated it. Um, but uh, the main point that he was trying to make is that now that there's no rhyme or reason for what we can call good or bad or what what our value systems are, we can just make our own. And now we're truly free if we just go ahead and like and really embrace that and just lean into it. Um, but people are so conditioned by you know these thousands of years of history of not wanting to do that, of living like this like individual life where they decide what they want to do mm-hmm. with their life. They decide whether they should feel guilty or not about this, that, or the other. Uh, they just scramble and then try to find another, whatever, you know, new value system is sort of organizing itself. They just like go to that and they're like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna chill with this new yeah. religion now. Um, and he's like, that's bad. Like both of these are bad. The old ways are bad and the new ways are bad. We have to take this like third way where we're just, you know, you decide your own fate and you just, you know, embrace what life has given you, what you can do with your body and your intellect. And God, you're so make into a, this. Well, yeah, I'm, you're, I'm you're, like gesturing in this way. It's really fucking dramatic, dude. You, you're balling your <laughs> hands into fists yeah. as you're talking about this. It's you're weird. into it. Yeah, yeah. Like just when you comment? read about it, it's, it's like, it's thrilling. Yeah. And again, because he uses this bombastic language. He uses this language that's like really theatrical. Yeah. Um. And uh, so basically, we're talking about embracing our destiny. Yeah, doing new stuff. Doing we can new be stuff. Whatever we want. Being fine with who you are. With you know, with your body, living your Ugh. best life. You know. Ew. Uh, with your body. Yeah. Where dude. did that come from? Just yeah. Be okay with your body. I will never <laughs> be okay with my body. He's so he sort of says that that's cool too. If you want to, like, right, good. If you want to be ashamed of your body, if that's like your thing, 
Like if that's the value system that you really like feel most comfortable in and yeah. that like really helps you live, you know, your most fulfilled life, then go ahead. Be ashamed of your body. That is a shameful body. And you should cover that shit up. Ben Cholock <laughs> says, be ashamed of your body. Um, but yeah, but most of it is like very life affirming. And he basically the Ubermensch is not, it's really nothing. It's not like this, again, supernatural creature. It's basically just, just a person who finally gets to a point where they have no qualms about what they believe in. They're totally confident in themselves uh, and don't need society to tell them, you know, that they're doing anything wrong. You know, it sucks that he is from Germany. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, because he's very, like, un-German. Because I feel like if he was from some other country, you know, that didn't openly embrace fascism. Yeah. I feel like his reputation would... It, I feel like... Way, way better. Yeah. You know, if he was from, like, Sweden, I think, mm-hmm. like, this wouldn't have caught on. It would have caught on, but I mean, like, I feel like his message would have been fucked. It just sucks that, like, he happened... Yeah. Of all the places... If he was, like, French... Uh, right. He would have been... Of all... Yeah. The places he missed it by that much for him <laughs> to be from and talk about this stuff because a lot yeah. of it is unfortunately named. To, to, it's to Germany. Bad luck, Brian. He's bad luck, He's, Brian. He, really, at all things. Yeah. There's the there's there's, there's the, the syphilis. There's unfortunate parallels with Nazism. There's all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Those unfortunate parallels. Pretty unfortunate. With yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. So he got uh, he got shafted. He really did use some unfortunate words, though. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's kind of on him. Yeah, he did. Well, yeah, so there's maybe... I mean, how do you not know about Hitler? Everyone knows about Hitler. (laughs) What, is this guy a fucking idiot? He should have known. He should have known. Well, he did know. He just didn't know. He talked about it. Yeah, he just didn't know it was going to be actually Hitler. Hmm. Um, Basically, yeah, the Ubermensch is just this guy who who lives his best life. So that's something that we should all... Or her best life. Mm. I mean, so ideally, yeah, it should be her, but he, he wasn't a There's fan. There's no way he thought? Nah. Yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> um, you, know, you know what's so fucking... That's the other thing. So, what's so, that's what makes him good, so, so complicated. Because yeah. he says he's like really cool shit, and then he says like, like women are barely, are barely above animals, and you're like, God damn it, man, you were doing so well. Yeah, that's and so funny, And then you funny, have to go man. and say this thing. There's so many dudes like that in history, mm-hmm. where it's like, it's like you read some stuff, and you're like, this, like... Thomas Jefferson, right? Mm-hmm. All men are created equal. Yeah. Holy shit. But then he did that thing. That yeah. was like the opposite and of the first thing. it was just like slavery thing. and like <laughs> having sex with the slaves and stuff. And it just... Yeah. Just like, oh, this isn't good. I mean, so I think I think it is important to be... It's it's important to remember those things that they said and that, you know, it's it's wrong. You know, it's, it's just not acceptable. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that the other stuff that he said isn't true or inspiring or helpful i'll tell that to everyone (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know well and he would be furious oh he would he would be he would be furious if he saw like society today yeah because i mean part of his own argument is uh you know there is no there's nothing out there to justify our value system so you can pick whichever you want so you don't have to tell me he's not advocating anything he's not saying that like, and also he he does mention a lot when he starts talking about women how he says that this is my opinion. Oh, and really? He doesn't yeah? He says this is my opinion. That's weird. I just I, I happen to not be a fan. They're like they're not my thing. Um, and oh, it's also because so in his personal <laughs> they're life, like they're like the Dave Matthews band to him. Yeah, it's not my thing, man. Not it, into it. In his personal life, he got um, he like got he got infatuated with like a lot of women who 
basically like put him in the friend zone. Like they weren't into him because he yeah. was just he's a fucking weirdo. He's a jerk. Yeah, and so he could never he said really God was dead. He just didn't know how to date and he didn't know how to like have a girlfriend. Yeah. And uh and so he just hated women for that. Yeah. Because he was like inadequate and and weird and awkward and and again, I think I think pretty like spectrumy. And hmm. uh and uh that's offensive I shouldn't say that. <laughs> but I think he he does he does have like a bit of so he's somewhere on the autistic But spectrum. we only started understanding the spectrum like three weeks ago, you know? Yeah, like it's true, too. Well, there's uh, so many people in history that you're like, yeah, huh, maybe... Probably a lot. But no one knew what it was. Well, I don't yeah. even know what it is. Anyway, all that is to say he 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 has some really, really groundbreaking ideas. And he he really kind of made some some just like earth-shattering insights about, you know, our, our whole ethical system, our, you know, what we consider good and bad art. Hmm. Um, he wrote a lot about art, too, um, aesthetics, and, and, you know, um, I mean, he was just, he, he did it all. He did it all. All, all for the nookie. He d- <laughs> <laughs> Let it be known that Nietzsche, whatever his fucking name is, did it all for the nookie. Um, Still can't say his name. It's okay. He, he does, I was telling you before, if you look at it, he's got five consonants in a row in the middle of his name. Yeah. T-Z-S-C-H-E. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you think he's the most misunderstood philosopher? Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah? I mean, I don't think you can... Uh, how, how could you be more misunderstood? Yeah. When he predicted that the worst thing in the world was going to happen... Uh, then it did. Predicted that, or no, or, or or saw that we'd killed God when we didn't even realize it. Yeah. Um, realized that it's a free-for-all and we can basically do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everyone just thought, oh, no, he's actually just this, like, goose-stepping Nazi motherfucker. Yeah. Who, you know, loves Germany and loves, he hated Germany. He hated Germany so much. That's so weird. I he was born why. there and then he, like, as soon as he, like, lived in Switzerland and then, like, he kind of traveled around Italy and France and yeah. stuff, he never went back to Germany again. Oh, really? He never set foot in Germany. Well, until, uh, until I don't know he, anything about this guy. Yeah, well, until You're he, like, shocked col- by every statement you say. I'm just like, what? Yeah, until he collapsed and then his, his sister, like, took him back to Germany. But he, he never, on, on his own terms, lived in Germany again. Hmm. So yeah. you, you, normally I just have, I bring these topics up and we, we discuss them. You, you had a thing that you want to discuss about him? His, what's it called? You had a topic. Eternal whatever? Um, oh, so uh, eternal recurrence. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for reminding me. Um, Thank you, Ben. Thanks for being here, man. You know what? It's when we work as a unit, it's when, <laughs> it's when we can really right. hone in on our craft. Yeah, dude. Eternal recurrence. Oh yeah, so that's kind of based off, not literally based off the the Superman, but um, eternal recurrence is kind of. Oh okay, yeah, this is why I wanted to talk about this. I just remembered this when we were talking about Kant, you know, the little German virgin. Yeah. Um. He. Uh. So remember the categorical imperative. Yes. Um. Do you remember what that is? No. Okay. <laughs> um. So this is cool. You're, so each episode you learn. What I tell you, and immediately and then forget, promptly forget it. I mean, immediately. Yeah, yeah. I only have enough. I only have enough room in my brain for the next episode. It's okay. We'll just do them again. All I remember is that Emmanuel Kant is a virgin. That's the only <laughs> thing I got from that conversation. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure that he was a virgin, but like he was never married, and all he did was like write, yeah, and take walks and be weird. Yeah, um, he was like he never smashed. Either that, um, or he was just smashing constantly. I he might be, have been like on I, the low, like smashing 
I bet people back then, like, they're just like, oh, he's so mysterious. Yeah. I should fuck him. <laughs> you know? Chicks, chicks dig mystery. Just wading into Poon. Yeah. You know, like a sea of Poon. Oh, dude, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. People, women oh, yeah, love yeah. mysteries. It's, it's why, it's why uh, the Hardy Boys got laid all the time. Yeah. That's probably why they didn't like Nietzsche, because he wasn't, I mean, well, he is a mystery, but also he just, like, wouldn't shut up. <laughs> He wouldn't stop explaining himself. He's always yelling at people. <laughs> um, so what is this? This eternal whatever bullshit. Eternal recurrence Same is love so much. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty tight because uh, he. So first of all, it's a it's a concept that's uh, all, that was already in uh, Indian philosophy that he kind of gave it a special twist to. Whoa. Um, yeah. So eternal recurrence, like the old Indian version, is uh, it's basically just the idea that. Um, you know, there is no beginning or end of the universe. You know, time it just keeps on going and it loops back. And it's time cyclical. is a flat circle. Yeah, yeah, basically. You ever heard that before? Um, no. Some is TV. that from? Is that from? Uh, what's it called? Hang on, with Mr. Cooper. Oh, it's True Detective. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Ben. <laughs> ben. Sorry, dude. So what happens with this? So uh, that's just this concept that basically said about time that it just keeps looping over and over again. So every moment will eventually repeat itself. That's all you got to know about that for now. I, mean, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. So this is so this is where Nietzsche kind of gets. Sorry. Let's go back to the categorical imperative. Let's do it. Where so the categorical imperative, which is the the rule, the like ethical rule that Kant came up with, is basically like in whatever situation you're in, the thing that should guide you in your moral decisions. Uh, is whether uh, everyone would do that across the board in the same situation. Okay. Okay? Does that make sense? Yes. All right, yeah. Now, uh, since Nietzsche hated this idea of, like, <laughs> society, basically, and he, he just hated, like, everyone crowding together and, like, sharing this value system arbitrarily, he said, he kind of rebutted Kant with his own categorical imperative, and that's what... The, his eternal recurrences. Hey, here's my categorical imperative. Yeah. Fuck you. Ooh. Hey, I got a categorical imperative oh, in your magucha. I got my gabagucha. Hey. I'm my gafanapole. My fucking gabagool. Yeah. He did live in Italy for a little while, so. He probably loved mm-hmm. gabagool. Yeah. He probably loved talking like that, too. How could you oh. not? Can you imagine an entire country filled with people who talk <laughs> like that? They just talk like that over there. That's how they speak, Ben. Isn't yeah. that weird? What, Italian? Just now, just the fact that you go over there and everyone's just like, "Hey, Pagliacci!" <laughs> oh, like you just walk up. Hey, what time is it? Oh, it's a quarter past the noon. Can you imagine an entire? They're just it's to the brim. They're bursting with people like that. Yeah, that's crazy. Bursting with uh, with flavor. With flavor, ba- f- yeah, it's basically flavor. Italy is the original flavor town. Yeah, I mean, am I wrong? Spiciest boot in the world. It's a spicy, it's a spicy boot. Oh, welcome to the spicy boot, Nietzsche. <laughs> Sp- hey, Nietzsche, boot, why Nietzsche. are you in such a bad mood all the time? Uh, spicy boot Nietzsche was doing well in Italy until he, until his syphilis caught up with him. Right. Yeah. And then he was, then he was ta- he started talking like them when yeah. he was like saving them. He's like, what are you doing in my, in my cousin? I'm in a corner. You know, <laughs> with, uh, he thought of the horse as his cousin. Italy, man. Yeah. What a concept. Ah, uh, La Vita e Bella. Yeah, you know? living La Vita Loca. I guess. Um, so he's he's going to so rebut Kant. <laughs> what? He's going to rebut Kant. He's rebutting Kant. Yeah. Fuck you, Kant. Rebutting his butt. Rebutting baby. Yeah, with uh, the eternal recurrence because he says, "All right, hell yeah." Um, 
instead of what that lame virgin is saying, <laughs> what you should really do to live Listen like... Listen to me, a man who's fucked once. Yeah. <laughs> one on cunt. Um, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Hey, man, one to nothing. It's, it's still a match. win. Yeah. It's still a win. Win's a win, baby. Watch it for two hours, just that ball being kicked around, and it's so exciting. Oh, God. Worst so, sport in the world. So um, sick of soccer. Yeah. Anyway, he, uh, he says, um, imagine that the eternal recurrence is true, that like... Light that every moment in time will repeat itself uh, infinitely over yes. and over and over again. You should treat every moment of your life uh, or, or act in, in such a way where you would be okay with that. So you would, so you, this moment right now, you will live it again mm-hmm. and you will live it forever and over and over and over again. So like, Consider that, make like just believe it's true for the sake of argument. Act so you don't regret like having to live through that moment. Interesting. Yeah. So that's like his his ethical standard is basically is is yeah, just treat every moment as if you're going to live it eternally over and over again forever. You better make it a good one. So Yeah. You know, use use what your life gives you. Huh. To like really and how, how is that a rebuttal to Kant? Because he's saying it's the 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 uh, authority is based on yourself, not on whatever oh, else would okay. do. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Huh. I got gotcha. you. You you get that one? I get it. Fuck yes, that's awesome. That's uh, man. I'm like a. You're a learning my, fool. My mind is blown again. You know, I'm. <laughs> my mind is always being blown. Yeah. I'm constantly good? being blown, but through my mind, which sucks. There's one sucked mind. My mind's just getting sucked off constantly. It's weird. <laughs> you know, I meet with you, you suck off my brain. <laughs> you leave, I just sit here, like, well, that was weird. Smoking a cigarette? Smoking a cigarette, yeah, and I don't smoke cigarettes, so I'm just coughing the whole time. <laughs> oh, how yeah. do people do this? In your house, you don't want to open a window. <laughs> Sucking inside my apartment like a piece of shit. Yeah. Oof, that is a redneck move. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Anyone out there, if you're smoking in your house right now, don't. Cut it out. Stop. Yeah. Come on, buddy. Have some respect. Some dignity. Go out there. You're going to be living that moment forever. Right. Oh man! But you're be the pro- smoking a cigarette. Do you believe in that? Um. Well, so it's not a. It's not a like a description of what reality is. It's okay. a recommendation. It's a prescription. Do, do you? But do right. you, so. So how does one do that? Um. What that's up to do? you, baby. You gotta. Oh, you gotta man. look inside yourself and figure out what you, what you need to do. You know, I really when we started this project, this journey, mm-hmm. I really thought these guys would have more answers. Don't have anything. They're just like, but oh, that, here's the thing. The purpose if, maybe if, you can do it, but maybe not. Just like that Zen stuff we talked about. Well, that's di- <clears throat> that's different. But do you the, remember Zen? I remember Zen. Yeah, Zen's tough because um, I, you can't. I can't explain it to you. No one can explain it to anybody because it's not something that can be understood in terms of. We shouldn't rehash the. Well, now the, you the, tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, the recurrence thing is it's. It would defeat the purpose if I told you exactly how to live your life in that moment, right? No, it would make me a lot happier. Oh, do this. Okay. But I'll just do that. But then you're not living that life. You're just being a, you're being a slave. You're doing slave morality. Well, so what do I do? You then? F- fucking grow some balls, dude. Where well, I balls? don't know how. Where are your balls? All right? We'll see. Well, I'll ask you how to do that, but, uh, but then, oh, no, I can't explain it to you. I'm so sick of this. 
No one can explain anything. I got no balls. Fucking, I don't know what's going on. The thing is, nothing is anything. God's We're all going to die, and God's dead. And um, I don't know what to tell you, man. Dang. <laughs> is this? Is he like? Is he one of your your top um, dudes? Yeah, he's on the bench for sure. Really? Um, yeah. Like, well, I don't. I don't like everything that he says. Some of it is, is the bullshit. Nazism, especially. It was, it was yeah. Strong. His his virulent anti-Semitism too. <laughs> is, um, did he? But did he? And all, did he ever say anything about Jewish people? Yeah, he had a lot to say about Jewish people. Like what? Well, so. This is Uh-oh. where he gets into a lot of trouble. Yeah, I don't, I don't like what this is. So, okay. Oh yeah. Anytime someone says he had a lot to say about Jewish people, it's, like, <laughs> it's never going to be good. It's like um, a relative of mine from Ireland. Oh, would stay, here we go. I know. I know. Yeah, would stay over at yep. my uh, uh, grandparents' house. How does he feel about people like um, Barack Obama or Kanye West? Well, I'm um, kind of getting to that. Michael so Jordan or <laughs> I just remember my mom telling me that he would come over to visit from Ireland. She's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, lo- I love this guy. He'd come over to visit cousin hers. And I'm like, yeah, we'd stay up late talking. He had so much to say. And I was like, well, what's like a topic you guys would talk about? And she goes, uh, you know, oh. black people. <laughs> went, oh, yeah. Tell me that story. And she just went, yeah. And like, didn't allow, like, didn't elaborate on anything. But yeah. if you have a lot to say, didn't need to. Probably. If a guy from Ireland has a lot to say about black people, <laughs> I can't imagine it's going to be like they've been through a lot and they persevered. Probably not going to be a glowing recommendation. No. Look at the mark they've made in this country. You know what I mean? They're not going to say stuff like that. It's going to be like, well, some stuff that. Probably isn't good. So anytime anyone has a lot to say about Jewish people, it's never going to be like pages and pages of how great they are. Yeah. Well, so he. This is where it gets really complicated. Oh, this is where it complicated. It's very. Com- yeah. This is probably one of the most like like tightrope walk. Okay. Parts of Nietzsche's philosophy, um, because he talks about. So you have to understand about. Um, before we started, like way think of like way back in the day, like you know in prehistory when we were forming our societies. Yeah. Right. I remember. Um, yeah, you were there, right? I was there. Um, <laughs> uh, basically we had to, we had to form to survive. We had to form some sort of like social order. Um, that's just how humans operate. We're a social species. We got to have some kind of rules to like get us organized and do the shit that we need to do. Feed the village, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, there's no, th- there was also like, it was also a free for all back then where there was like, you know, there's a lot more wars, you know, people were killing each other left and right, uh, brother killing brother, uh, probably a lot of ours going on. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of robbery, stealing, banditry, all that, all that stuff. Dang. Um, but if you look at, according to Nietzsche, if you look at a lot of like some of these cultures, uh, sort of praise these, these, uh, actions of like t- of taking what you want and and you know doing things for glory and and you know war being this good heroic thing uh you know that used to be praised and then all of a sudden out of the middle east uh what started happening was there was this religion growing that flipped the script of like what was considered good mm-hmm. and bad so the values the way he put it those values were based on good and evil those old values of like you know, like like going striving for glory and honor, and uh, you know, kill or be killed, and all, like kind of a violence system. Uh, it wasn't great for the weaker people. It no, was, yeah. If you if you couldn't fight that well, you were kind of fucked, and that was it. And you weren't like <laughs> what a terrible life. Yeah, so you weren't really justified. You didn't have anybody on, on your in your corner. Yeah, 
And so he says that the Jews are brilliant people. And yeah. he, had, he had massive respect for the Jews. But he also called their system of morality that they came up with slave morality. Okay. Um, because the other ones were masters. The ones who didn't give a shit and would do whatever they want, big swing and dick, they were the master, master morality okay. people. So it's sort of so he basically was saying, so it's not as. So, so, yeah, so basically what he's saying is he doesn't dislike the Jews. He, he thinks that the Jews did what they had to do to survive because okay. they were encircled, right, by like Egypt and, and all these other hostile powers. They had to kind of have something to do to like stop being bullied. Right. And he says, basically he says that they came up with, with the most ingenious and brilliant thing that has ever like been that is like the best weapon you could ever think of like next to maybe the atomic bomb which is a religion that's based off of saying that we have this god on our side and you are the bad person and uh, us who are like you know uh smaller and 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 weaker but you know we're also gentler and and we have this like society where we have rules and yeah everyone has their place and all this stuff we're the good people. So, so they, they're right. They switch the morality. Yeah. So they switch the value system hmm. and uh, basically said to, for their own survival, right? As a people. Um, and he says that he, I can't blame them for doing that because that's what they had to do. Um, but they didn't anticipate that it would, it would transform when that guy Jesus came along. And he, this is why he hates Christianity. He doesn't, he, he doesn't really hate the Jews, but he, hates Christianity. He hates it as an institution and he hates like Christians who are like super religious. Okay. Um, because what happened there was they, it was no longer like a, like a tool for their people to survive. It became kind of like a virus of servility of like, of like, you know, being meek and, and uh, you know, not striving for what you want and fighting down your passions hmm. and, and repressing yourself you know, in order for the sake of like this larger society that eventually became the state, all this stuff that he hated that turned into what the 19th century became. He blamed Christianity for that and, and like never forgave Chris, Christianity. So it's, I don't know if I explained that really well, no, but it's that makes like, sense. So kind of it sounds like what you're saying is that it's, he's more upset they created a religion than yeah. the fact that they're just Jewish people. Yeah, no. He's so it's not based on like a genetic thing at all. It's just that hmm. their the their ethical system or their value system they produced this innovation uh, that allowed them to survive. But what happened was it it like got out of control. Yeah, with Christianity, and it turned into this monster that became this like state slash society hmm. slash like mega institution that is that, that cut people down. Is that all he had to say about him? Um. No, he he wrote a he wrote a lot of stuff. Some of some of some I haven't even read, so I don't yeah. even know a lot of what he said. Hmm. But I know that that's basically his like relationship with the Jews. But you know what I know? What? That you've been listening to the <laughs> I Learn Nothing podcast. That was Nietzsche. We figured him out. That was smooth as hell, dude. We did it. Yeah, you just lived your best moment, dude. That was my best moment. Yeah, and that, that was not your best forever. of all time, but. It, can, it might be the best of all time. Let's be honest, Ben. You've known me a while. That's probably the best of all time. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys for, for listening to our show. We're going to have uh, more topics coming up. Uh, new episodes every single 
week. Uh, can't you can, stop, won't stop. We and we won't stop. Will not stop because we can't stop. This is the eternal recurrence of episodes. Right, we're going to keep doing episodes until we die. Until we die, hopefully yep. while we're recording. Right, miserable and alone. I want my death to be recorded on this podcast. Yeah, I think it'll happen. Think- and then our sisters are going to take our podcast. Oh, and- Claire! <laughs> I don't have a sister. Claire, so good. if you take my words, okay, I'm talking to you, Claire, my sister Claire. If you take my words <laughs> and you use them to start a fascist group in Europe, I'm going to be so pissed. You better not. She can, she, she can just stay here and do it. Oh, that'd be even worse. Yeah. Okay, Claire, it goes double. If She's you do in Colorado. It- that's where all the bunkers are. Dude, this isn't looking good for me. Yeah. I better die. You better just join up, dude. I better die after Claire. Yeah, you got the look going already. I know. <laughs> it's a problem. Claire, if you do this shit to me, I'm telling. <laughs> I'm never going to forgive you I'm for that. I'm telling on you. I'll tell mom. All right? Yeah, mom's going to be mad. Mom's going to be so pissed when she finds out about this. Uh, but hey, you can find us both on Twitter. Your Twitter name is at Gristleporn. Yes, Gristleporn is my personal yes. Twitter. Uh, actually, wait, I got some news real quick. Might some as well news? Say it here. Uh, we got a Facebook page. What? I learn. I learn nothing. Um, just type that in. You'll find our page. Uh, like us there. Like us on Twitter. Yes. Uh, I learned nothing. At I learned nothing. I can't um, believe that was available. Yeah, I was surprised too. It's so funny what's available. And you can also find us on Instagram. But that one's a little different. It's uh, I learned nothing podcast. Yes. Because um, some. Schmuck took our fucking name. Some and prick. I will find him. Some fucking jerk. Some, some real no good Nick. Yeah, a real, real just ragamuffin. Real bad apple. Yeah, real bad. You know, you know what they say? It ruins it for the rest of us. One bad apple spoils a bunch. Mm-hmm. It's true. That's the saying, not the thing that I said. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then you can follow me on Twitter at Pat Dean. Uh, I'm sure if I got shows or stuff coming up, I'll post it on there. <laughs> what? It's just such a, such a like a soft lob of a of a pitch of your own shows. Well, just, I, got I got shit up there. There's things you might want to go to it. I don't know, but uh, so follow us on there. And if you liked this, tell your friends. And also, thank you for listening. And hey, everyone, hey. be an Ubermensch. Be today. an Ubermensch. You pick a moment that uh, you want to live over and over again. And fucking make it your moment, all right? And, and don't inspire. Yeah, Nazis. don't be Nazis. Yeah, please. International.